Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Someone needs to invent glasses that go with headphones or headphones that go with glasses. Headphones that go with glasses. Like with little divots or something mm-hmm. that go Tag around that. the sides. This Just is like, a million-dollar idea. It truly is. Like, I mean, it is so great to have you guys here. You are very busy, so I don't want to waste any time. <laughs> Naomi, Andy, uh, let's talk about cats. Yes. All right. Okay. Rawr. Let's talk about cats. I'm noted cat lady Mary Phillips Sandy. My cat's name is Grendel. This is Let's Talk About Cats. And today I'm here with Naomi Ekparrigan and Andy Beckerman. Not only are you the host of Couples Therapy, which is a live show and a fantastic podcast, um, you are the parents of two cats, Mm -hmm. Squee and Prem. Is it Premberly? Prembly. Prembly, excuse me. We call me. Yeah. Prem. So um, could you please sum up their lives in five words? This is a little longer, but not much. This is Prems. Okay. Full stomachs, full hearts, can't lose. I like it. Wait. Full stomachs, full hearts, can't lose, wait. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. He, now, is, he is thick. He's the cat you have described as being swole, I believe is the word you've used. <laughs> Na- right? Naomi doesn't like that. You don't she, like that. Because if you've seen pictures, if you look up the, the phrase swole cat right. online, it's this like weird muscle bound like steroid cat. Right, and that's different. And, and that's very different. Upsetting. To like see, a full pectoral on an see animal. Okay, yeah. Macho no. culture infect our pets. Not what you want. To no. see the patriarchy infect our pets is not pa- the patriarchy. <laughs> the patriarchy. I don't like it. Uh, so we think of premise thick T H I C C. C C. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, cats are inherently opposed to the patriarchy. I think we all know that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Squee. Lay it on me. Squee. Fur, feathers, fleece. The luxurious life of Squee. <gasps> That because, sounds like a romance novel. And honestly, that is his vibe. Okay, Squee, what his body rests on matters to him. And if it means pulling down one of your sweaters sure. to get a comfortable space, that's what he's going to do. It's a cat who knows what he wants, yes. He's a, he's a man of luxury. He doesn't come to you. He gets you to come to him. He will sit in the bedroom <laughs> and meow until you finally leave whatever you're doing and go there and pet him. Yeah. <laughs> he has you trained. He has yeah. you well trained. Oh. And now the most competitive part of our show, the cat quiz. And today, since the name of your show is Couples Therapy, I know you're not actually doing therapy. Neither of you are licensed therapists, and that's not what it's about. We're, we're in therapy. You're in th- well, of course <laughs> but you we are. we don't have the skills. I've read a little Freud. Okay. I know. This may help you then, because today's cat quiz is how much do you know about cats and therapy? I'm going to warn you, you don't have a lot of time for each question. It's not timed. It's the honor system. Just don't be jerks. Okay. And... <laughs> There is a prize at stake. Um, if you disagree about what the right answer is, just deal with it, right? Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. First question, true or false, in a 2010 study from the University of Texas, researchers found that self-identified cat people are less neurotic than dog people. True or false? 
True. <gasps> False. Wow. We should have known. I know because I we're both, both neurotic. neurotic. Yep. Super neurotic. Hello. We are 12% more neurotic than dog people, but we are more independent and more open to new experiences. Interesting. I buy that. I buy it. All right. Patting a cat releases oxytocin, the hormone that's also associated with what? Sex. Sex. I'll give it to you. Falling in love, also sex. It's what, you know, makes you feel attached to your partner. Yes. Great. Okay, number three. What famous psychiatrist described a woman he knew by writing in a letter to a friend, she has a feline nature, and I, as is well known, do not like cats. Psychologist, did you say? Technically a neurologist. I don't know if I just gave it away. Oh, who's the guy who passed away? Oh, Oliver Sacks? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Is Uh, is he a neurologist? You have to tell us. It was Sigmund fucking Freud. Uh, the guy! He's a neurologist? He was technically a neurologist, yes. Freud Freud was wrong about a lot of things. He was also wrong about cats. Okay. Number four. If you seek therapy to treat Dorophobia, what is your problem? You're afraid of, of exploring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's incorrect. It is the fear of fur. That is a real fur. thing. Fur. Last question. Cats are good at soothing people. They're also good at soothing each other. If one cat is injured, another cat might lie beside it and do what? Purr. Naomi for the win. Woo! Animal researchers call it purr therapy. It is yeah. a way of soothing other cats. Yes. Have... I'm also not afraid to tell you that if I'm having cramps, if I can get one of my cats to sit on my lap. The and... vibration. Yes. It I know the it. the best feeling. Absolutely. And, you know. If I can secure that sweet, sweet cat love. Yes. Oh, my God. Better than three Advil. Naomi and Andy, you got two out of five right. You win our prize, which is a pillowcase set, his, hers, and the cat. Ah! (laughs) Oh, my God. This is amazing. So so they'll have to share the the pillowcase that says the cat. But, you know. um, Oh, they will. will That's how that will work. Thank you so much. That's right. I'm excited. The weird secret on the show is that everybody wins a prize after the quiz. Oh, okay. okay. Good, good, good. <laughs> but it's a matter of pride. How good do you feel about what you won, right? Oh, well, I never feel good, so. Okay. Wow. Oh, that's, this is not This okay. is not what this podcast is. turn. Okay. She said therapy, so I'm like, all right, we're going to jump in. Now, our hot topic debate We have a very important issue right now that we're going to resolve. The question at hand, what do you do if you fall in love with someone who's allergic to cats? Right. Wow. And I just want to throw I want to throw out a statistic here. I looked this up. There are over 50 million Americans who are allergic to cats. So if you think about the dating pool, right? And as of right now, 2018, there are only two proven treatments for cat allergies. One is to avoid cats completely. The other is immunotherapy, which involves hundreds of shots given over a period of several years. It's very expensive, and it doesn't always work. Right. I got a lot of thoughts. Well, I'm going to start. Yes, Naomi. I am allergic to cat. (gasps) And was when Andy and I got together. So Andy had squeam Prembly, and I came into his life. And what happened to me? After a couple years, you developed allergies. I'm allergic to cats now. What? Yeah. So you were talking to two people who perhaps, are we the healthiest? No. Uh, Are we the happiest in regards to our pet lives and romantic lives? Yes. There were a couple times, maybe not much, but like I attempted to bring my own BYO pillowcase. (laughs) Sure. You know, when I was visiting, it would just be um, 
Allegra, Claritin. We had Costco amounts of Claritin <laughs> in the house. <laughs> That's what we definitely did. And then I, I went to an allergist. I don't have the same reactions I had in the past. And the allergist says there's a 50-50 chance you can either live with an animal and your body gets used to it. Oh, or wow. can, you know, you'll stay allergic. Um, you make our house a home that is safe by sweeping all the time and vacuuming all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Fill up a big trash bag full of dander. <laughs> and so I think there's no way you should get rid of your cats. No, no. no. Okay. I look. This. Is, I mean, okay. I know someone. I I've known people who have done that. My mother did that <gasps> with our family cat Naomi. We the... have to hear about this. I come home from college and I go, "Where's James?" <gasps> and she's like, "I gave him back to the ASPCA." She didn't even give him to a neighbor or someone else. No, but also not just that. Once you give back a cat. You can't go get another cat from there. Like, no. you're on their list. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. They not have get another your, animal. <laughs> your mom's picture is hanging at the exactly. ASPCA. <laughs> and it was because <laughs> it was because her gentleman friend said he was allergic to cats. Is he? I don't know. And that's why I said said. I believe that there's some people who don't like cats, and then they'll say allergic because then they think you can't really argue with that. And she legit gave the cat back for the sake of this this love. Are they still together now? Yes. But is that in anyone's best interest? Well, certainly not in James's interest. No! She gave him away. I don't think you should do it. No. 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 So I uh, I volunteer for this no-kill, all-volunteer shelter called Kitty Kind. And a lot of times people are calling to, like, give up cats. Yes. And one of them was, like, about someone else in the house that couldn't deal with the cat. And I was just like, get rid of them. <laughs> yes. I, just, I think a lot of people don't think through what it means to have a pet. And I don't think they think through that the cat has its own personality and it's right. its, its own kind of sovereign being. <laughs> and when you bring it into your house, it's its own person. I don't mean that person like human, no, no, but I, I mean I, like we, it's, yeah. it's its own... We refer own, to cats as people on this show all the time. It's, <laughs> it's its own being. Mm -hmm. And when you treat them like they have their own wants and needs and they're not just like an attache to your life then you have true friends in your house for life. You know, we have some friends who, she's a cat lover, but her husband is allergic. Mm -hmm. And so they got a dog. There was never a cat to get rid of. Right. That is a different story, That's right? That's a very different story. You're making a life together. Yes. You do something. But if your animal's already there, it's going to, I've never been in that position. I'm sure it's a true selfish choice. Yes. A true selfish choice. My sister-in-law, deathly allergic to cats. Deathly allergic to cats. She can't come over to our house. You've cut her out of your life. Here is the problem. Yeah. Before my child was born, my father offered to make our wills. He's a lawyer. This is what he does. Mm -hmm. He said, Nick, Mary, if both of you die at the same time, you know, car crash, plane crash, these things happen. Who is going to raise the child that you have that isn't born yet? I was pregnant at the time. And we said, well, you know, Dan and Angie, they're very responsible. They live here in New York. They're, they're great people. We're very close to them. I realize now what that would mean is that my child would be separated from the cat because yeah. they couldn't take both of them. Right. So we need to mm -hmm. actually, I think, I think our cat sitter is going to have to raise our child. <laughs> If we die, I just don't know what to do. I mean, because there's no way. Right. My child is a cat person. Right. I she mean, he was born long. into it. Literally, yeah. his best friend is the cat, as it should be. And I just don't, I could not imagine if he were to lose both of us and then to and be separated the from the cat. Right. Forget it. 
Can right. you imagine that Talk conversation? Talk about therapy. Can you imagine that? <laughs> I know. Your cat sitter, where you're like, so here's your, <laughs> I know. here's your money for the week. By the way, I, in case something happens, we put you down our will as a guardian of our child. <laughs> I, what Just do you in case. do? We can trust you. What we, we know after having you cat sit for all these years is that we she's can a trust really you. good cat sitter. I'm sorry. Uh, what? You, uh, thank you for the check. Uh, uh, what, what? What's that you said about me being oh, the guardian? Well, you know. Uh, our son is like, he's great. He's great. In some ways, he's almost going to feel like having a second cat. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. It is time to get into the, the real reason we're here, which is let's talk about your cats. Squee and Prem, we've done a little bit of that. So you had the cats first. Mm-hmm. How did you and the cats meet? So my previous cat, Professor Whiskers, passed away. In... Isn't that the sweetest name you've I ever loved heard? I love Professor Whiskers. He was a wonderful cat. He was the friendliest. When I lived in Pittsburgh, I was at a friend's house, and, I, and he followed me home, and we brought him in, and I put signs up. No one ever claimed him, so I kept him. But he had a heart disease, and he also had a kidney disease. Okay. He eventually passed away in, like, 2007, and... When I got my master's, a year later, my parents were like, can we get you some a gift for finishing this? For <laughs> graduation present. Graduation present. I'm like, I think I'm ready for another cat again. Okay. And they went to their vet. There were two brothers that they were trying to find home for. And so they got both of them. And that was my present for <laughs> leaving grad school. And where did the names come from? Oh, my friend Josh and I were screwing around on Gchat and just like saying crazy syllables to each other. Sure. That's why Squee and Prembly are nonsense names. Um, So they're brothers. Um, One of the things that I love about couples therapy, the show, is that, you know, you have you define couple in different ways. Uh, you know, friends, co- colleagues, whatever. Are they just brothers? Um, are they also friends? Are they just roommates? How would you define their coupledom? Definitely brothers. I think that definitely like the sibling relationship, like it reminds me of me and my sister. Okay. Where there there are definite moments of tenderness where they're like cleaning each other's heads and necks. There's that, you know. You do that with your sister. Yes. Well, metaphorically. Oh, sure. There are metaphorical, between me and my sister, there are metaphorical moments of tenderness. Right. But it's. it's, Cats, there's literal tenderness. But for the most part, honestly, in our house, they have their own domains. Okay. And they very rarely join each other. You know, or even if we, you know, as Andy was saying before, uh, Squee will just meow and meow until you come to him. But literally, it'll be me, Andy, and Premley all on the couch. And it's like, Squee, join us. The mm-hmm. whole family's on the couch now. He won't do it. Do they have a favorite? Do they play favorites between you two? 
I mean, Andy's the favorite in the house. Yeah, but I, I do think personality-wise, Prem tends to hang out with me and Squee tends to hang out with Naomi. But I think that's because Squee and I both just enjoy laying in bed. Ah, I'm okay. much more of yes. a midday nap person. Oh, yes. <laughs> so Shared like, interests. Exactly. If they were to come on your show, what would their set be about? What would they talk about? I think their set would be about food. Yes. It would be about how Squee can't eat in peace. Okay. Because Prembly doesn't even come up for air. He just literally houses his food mm-hmm. and then yep. and he'll come and just like jump to where, you know, we put yes. Squee up higher and he'll jump up there and then Squee just kind of like backs away. He's not going to fight him over it. He's just like, okay. And I thought their whole set would be about like, can't I eat? That's the voice for Squee in my head. He's a little bit like Chris Tucker. <laughs> oh, interesting. Interesting. Do Can you I understand eat? the meows coming out of my mouth? I'm trying to eat, bitch. Like, that would be his vibe. Usually, when, when it's not ant season, yes, there's an ant season in Los Angeles, and it sucks. Uh, <laughs> we feed Squee behind a door, so he can just eat in peace. But... Now, with ant season, we have to feed them in the same room. We have to supervise it because the minute you turn your back, the ants, an they come. ant comes. They come. And when one comes, then three come. And then when three come and they're all squealing back, then that's when all of them like, I, flood I, in. I, I so did it's not know about this. That sounds awful. Do the cats eat the ants? No. Oh, no they no, don't no. care about the ants. They truly, like, you will literally be like, didn't y'all, you would think they would start pawing at the ground or doing Do something? something? Too small. Too small, they don't care. But when there's that many of them, you gotta be, it's gotta be like, a, like I think about a half inch or so for them to care. I think ants move too regularly. If it's a bug that like does a little oh, yeah. herky jerky like, dance, yeah, cats like the irregular motion. But yeah, you know, I had a we had a mouse in my apartment a few years ago, and my cat Grendel sat there like, oh, this is so interesting. <laughs> And the mouse ran into a closet, and she just walked up and sat in front of the closet, like, "Huh, appreciating." Okay. Who, who knew? Right. And I was just like, "You're it, like." Anyway, I had to trap and kill the mouse myself. Oh my god. You guys have talked about your your story. You, you <laughs> met at UCB what like ten years ago, right? Yeah, almost. And I, I mean, how did you feel when you? realized, okay, here's this girl, she's awesome, she's cool, she's smart, she's pretty, she seems to be into me, but she's allergic to cats. Did you have a moment of panic? Is it going to work? I mean, was there internal conflict? Or did you just believe in love? <laughs> I don't know. Our first year was so tumultuous anyway. There was a, oh, lot, of other, there was a lot of other stuff going on <laughs> that I think, I, I just, that's the thing. Because I treat cats as their own Sovereign beings again. Yes, Let's go with that phrase. The sovereignty <laughs> of sure. the feline. I have a master's in philosophy. Let's go with that as cool. a... Cool, 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 smart and cool. Just and pl- again, I, yeah, I got, plug yourself. When, when I didn't get that Freud question, I got <laughs> very, very insecure. Oh, my God. Call me Issa because I am oh. insecure. <laughs> and also, how do we not know that question about cat owners being 12% more neurotic? <laughs> you know what it was? <laughs> you were, you were a... overthinking it. You're too neurotic. That's the problem. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, and yeah. They, do you talk about your cats in therapy? <laughs> I The only time we talked about our cats in therapy was when we were moving from New York to L.A. Because yes. that, we had never flown with them before. Right. We had never really taken them anywhere besides the vet. And that was even a production. Yes. In New York, getting a cab. Sure. Prembly peas in the carrier. Oh, no. So Why I would you g- say that on, on air about Prem? That's private. <laughs> When he is scared, he does it happen- tend to it urinate. It happens to a lot of people. Let's, and-, and let's just say the entire flight from New York to L.A., I was covered in cat urine. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. And I was like, these pants from the garbage. Like, yeah. there's no washing. There's no salvaging this that. This is done. Yeah. <laughs> 
So we, when we talked about this in therapy, was I was scared that Prem would like have a heart attack on the plane. Yeah. I was really yeah. and I, you know, that was the big yeah. besides like not wanting to move to L.A. for either of us. I think that the, oh, that was a huge fear. Sure. It was, and it was like how to handle that. And Andy tends to hold that anxiety. I mean, even now they're in L.A. and we're here in New York and. I miss them terribly, but I truly have to kind of disassociate. Like I tell, I tell the our friend who's cat sitting, I go send me pictures, yep. just so I know. But I, I they have made it this far. They have always survived. Yep. I am not going to entertain any negative notions. Yes, you know, I like because once you let the anxiety in, it's a wrap. Yes, so I cannot. It spirals, and, and it was the same. Yeah. It, it was definitely a part of our conversations about like. I care as much as you do about this, mm-hmm. but I cannot let the anxiety in. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. I, don't, I don't know what people – I don't know what people with kids do. I don't understand. <laughs> if I have this amount of fear for something that I didn't create, mm-hmm. like I can't under I, – I don't know how you like – like oh, you just send fi- a you kid just, off it's, to you, day still school. spiraling, still just <laughs> it's just variations on spiraling, really. I mean, it's if you've ever spiraled down a dark hole of panic, anxiety, and despair, it's really just that. I mean, I mean, I, I don't have to spiral. Then, I live in that space. And then and then you know you go pick them up from school, and there's like sticky, and and they you know it's just that's and wonderful. I should say sticky and wonderful. Sticky and wonderful. Sure. Um. By the way, that sounds like a bad indie movie. Sticky and wonderful <laughs> by Nicole Hollis Center. Okay. Uh, so Nicole. <laughs> Nicole, sorry, we love you. When you fight, which I'm sure is not very often because you're both in therapy and it's all good, um, do they take sides in the fight? If I retreat to any corner, Squee will follow me. They're good. So at, I feel less alone. They're good at reading emotions. Yeah. Like when I'm, I don't know about like angry, but like when I'm sad, they definitely like come and like lick my arm. So if she hurts your feelings, they're like, what did that bad lady do to you? <laughs> yeah, and then they'll walk over, they'll like stand on their hind legs and claw Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> well, Prembly is very, for lack of a better term, dog-like. Mm, yeah, so that's our... He literally, when he hears the door, he runs to the door for Andy. Mm-hmm. And he like comes and he waits. And if Andy's in the bathroom, he sits outside the bathroom door and waits for him. You know, in that very yes. just like dutiful way. So if he's having a feeling... Mm-hmm. Prembley's all over it. Aww. He's there. Squee's actually the better one, honestly. If I'm fe- if I'm like really feeling it, Squee will come and like s- and sit with me. That's very tender. Yeah. The love you have, I will say that it was definitely part of what made you a winner in my eyes. <laughs> oh, a man with a cat. Forget it. But then it was so funny how many people, which I'd never known, women like friends would be like, he has cats. What? They were very like, ew, like no. what? Yeah. So I got so much shade in the beginning, um, which I didn't even know was a thing. Even though we uh, don't plan on having kids, the way Andy treats the cats is like, I'm like, oh, he would be a good dad. Yes. Well, he is a good dad. He's a good dad to Squee and Prem. That's absolutely it. Speaking of parenting, are you on the same page as cat parents? Is one of you the good cop? Honestly, we trade off on those things. There are times when like, I'm like, don't feed them more treats. They don't need it. (laughs) And Naomi's just like throwing out the greenies. (laughs) They're going out of business. We're trying to make it rain in the house. (laughs) Give it to them. What else are they doing? We're not you know what I mean? What are you doing? They're good for their teeth. Exactly. I know. I want to give you, Andy, a quick chance to redeem yourself here. Um, I, I knew that you studied philosophy. And so on the train here, I also studied philosophy, which is to say I read some Wikipedia entries. <laughs> um 
And I'm really fascinated by this idea, this concept of a collective consciousness, this idea that we as a society, all of our consciousness rises up into something that is a whole, that is a unit, right? Geist. Geist. <laughs> Are cats part of the geist or is their collective consciousness something separate, perhaps a cat geist? I think cats are part of it by dint of being uh, part of human culture. Like, do you ever notice this? Hey, here's a bit. Do you ever <laughs> oh, notice Lord. this? No, no, no. But like <laughs> – there are things that our cats by being around us have learned. Yes. And so right. they have like – there's a little bit of human culture in cats. Like definitely like they use their paws like hands. At least my sure. cats. Yeah, to tap you, right? They, yes. The meowing is like – right? In, in the wild, cats are silent. Right. And they meow because they know that that will get attention. Right. They've yeah. learned this from us. Right. Yeah, there are things they've learned from us. So I, and also like in the in, in the internet years, we've elevated cats to like pop culture icons, sure. memeable. Mm-hmm. So I think <laughs> be- through that they have become part of the Geist, mm-hmm. and then of course Geist feeds back into us as individuals, and then we create Geist. It's a feedback loop. Yes. Wow. Right. So the cat consciousness affects our consciousness in an ongoing circle. I don't think they have their own separate consciousness. See, I, I think, think they do. I think they really? do. But, I think but they have to they have to have some in inroads to creating their own culture. I don't think animals uh <laughs> I don't know. I animals, think animals have their own culture. No, I don't believe that because they have to have symbolic competence. So I think there are some animals. Well, I that's think dolphins. I think dolphins. Maybe we're not talking have... about dolphins. The show is not. Let's talk no, about no, no, dolphins. But I'm saying. I'm saying the animal has to have symbolic competence to be able to create culture. Well, I didn't read the Wikipedia for symbolic competence, so I'm not going to comment on that. But I truly believe that cats. I agree with you. They are part of our consciousness. And our collective consciousness, I also believe that they have a cat geist mostly because I just like saying <laughs> well, cat I was geist. Say, I think, cat I think that's it, really it. Read that's it, the, the wonderful line. book, The Symbolic Species. It goes oh, into – Yeah, I'll put, that on, that. I'll put that on my to-do list, Andy. <laughs> it's, sure. it's a great that's book. That's a great idea. I've got one last question. It's the most important one. Who scoops the litter box? Oh, that's me. Andy. Andy, <laughs> the philosopher scooping the litter box. I love it. Um, okay, so we have some shout-outs to do, some listener shout-outs. Um, we want to say hello to Miss Pepper and Jinx in Camp Hill, Pennsylvania. Um, the, my note says, Jinx has been a bad boy lately, and he knows what he did. He probably doesn't even deserve this shout-out. Um, oh, Jinx. Uh-oh. Jinx. Uh, and a very special shout-out to Harvey Milkstash of New York City, who has been helping his mom while she recovers from an injury. He is a very good boy. Aww. Thank you, Harvey. Jinx, I think maybe you could learn a few things from Harvey. If you'd like me to give your cat a shout-out on an upcoming episode, send us an email, shouts at letstalkaboutcats.com. Tell me the name of your cat, their gender pronouns, uh, where they live, and any special message that you would like included. Uh, all right. We have been here with Naomi Ekparagan, Andy Beckerman, the hosts of Couples Therapy, and the parents of Squee and Prem. Oh, wait. Lizzie's going to murder me. Um, would you like to say anything to Squee and Prem at home? Squee and Prem, I want you to know at the moment of recording this that we miss you very much. Mm-hmm. Desperately. I have trouble sleeping. And we, oh. you are very sweet boys, and we cannot wait to see you. Let's talk about cats.
Uh, folks, if they want to, if the listeners want to find you, they want to keep up with everything you're doing. What is the best place on the internet for people to go? You can holler at us at Naomi and Andy on Twitter. That's for couples therapy. That's okay, for okay. the show. And th- yeah, you and can... so we put our stuff there. Yeah. Naomi's and on Twitter at Blackress, and I'm on Twitter at Andy Beckerman. Yes, and of course the cats feature heavily in our podcast episodes. Yes, in fact, sometimes we have to be—I have to be told, especially to stop. No, don't stop. Thank you. Don't <laughs> stop. More cats. More <laughs> cats. Uh, and yeah, we'll link everything on uh, on the show notes at letstalkaboutcats.com, which is where you can find us. This has been another episode of Let's Talk About Cats. To make sure you don't miss another episode, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's Talk About Cats.com is our website. Our producer is the common centered Lizzie Jacobs. She doesn't need any therapy at all. Our theme song is by Poingley with additional music by the English Muffins. Our logo is by Julia Emiliani. Thank you all so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next time about cats. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.